0: Am I in the shot? (laughs) What shot? There's no shot! Where'd the camera go? Don't. Don't you dare. No! (sighs) Welcome to the TwinCast. I've been waiting this whole fucking time to do that.
1: So pissed that I wasn't able to drink this. That was a monster, because I'm an edgy gamer.
0: Welcome, everybody, to the TwinCast this week. Our subject will be... Video Game Movies and Paul Slurping Monster. (laughs) We have curated a list of video game movies that we think absolutely suck. And uh, what made us think of this is the new Detective Pikachu and (coughs) Sonic the Hedgehog trailers and images. Uh, So I'm going to let Paul start because I know he feels a little strongly about some of these more than I do.
1: (laughs) Okay, um... (laughs) I have the opposite opinion of nearly everybody on the internet. I think Sonic's design doesn't look too bad. I think the Detective Pikachu movie looks like it's going to be shit. Hate me. Hate me for the rest of your life, but that's what I think. Why? So now I hold
0: the opposite opinions. Yeah. <laughs> As does most of the internet. Uh, Why do you think Sonic's design, let's start there, why do you think Sonic's design is acceptable in 2019? Because I think that, I think what they're trying
1: to go for, since they're trying to go for, like, a more realistic look, but also kind of keep it cartoony. They could have made it better if they would have done, like, uh, Sonic 06 or something like that. Gave him more
0: of, like, a slightly more cartoony look. Like, just slapping, for those who don't know. Sonic 06, they slapped a cartoony Sonic, slapping him in, into what is effectively the real world with normally proportioned humans and all that kind of stuff. Continue. Um,
1: yeah, I, they could have done that to make it, like, perfect, but I think that what they got is a good medium between, like, too realistic and too cartoony, because some of the fucking, sorry, I touched your foot, um, uh, sorry. <laughs> Some of the images that we got initially, um, like, before, like, when we just had the silhouette, people were putting out, like, images of, like, real hedgehog faces on Sonic and saying that that was, like, leaked and that's what it was going to be. I hated that. I was like, oh, no. No! But then it got revealed, and, like, he still looks kind of, like, odd, but they kept, like, for the most part, the Sonic kind of like, I guess, aspect ratio or something. <laughs> they like, like, his proportions look like okay, um, and I feel like it's going to integrate well into a real world without looking at it and being like, oh, what the fuck, but also without being like, what the fuck, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be like, oh, uh, what the? But not, oh, uh, what the? Yeah, I think, I think that instead of it being like too cartoony, where people are like, this is like from another dimension, I have no idea what this is. But it's also not going to be like so realistic that people are like, what is this lab created fucking monstrosity? I feel like it's gonna be able to keep the, the what, what in the teenage mutant hedgehog turtle? Is exactly, is? yeah. Um so that that's why I think that Sonic I think that the design is acceptable. I'm not saying that the movie is going to be good because they're probably going to do what every other one of these video game movies does where they're like, let's take this awesome video game character that goes on these crazy adventures and make them work in a city for a couple days. Fucking why? I Here's the
0: thing. If they make Sonic work at a chili dog stand, okay. <laughs> i'd be that's fine. fine i'd be fine with that like but they
1: couldn't focus on it if they had it start with that where like it zooms in on a chili dog stand <laughs> and he like comes up from behind the counter with like a fucking kiss the chef apron on or
0: something <laughs> wearing like a like white and like red pinstripe like yeah hat that like you yeah that would be and he's just like <laughs> yep that's me freeze frame <laughs> yeah i'd lose my shit <laughs> um I want them so Archie, use or still does make Sonic comics, um, which I was like in love with as a kid, uh, because I was a little weeaboo for Sonic. Um, that sounds bad. That's hot. Um, not a furry. Can confirm. Um, Are you sure? <clears throat> no. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I was super into these comics, and so they made an origin story for how Sonic became a blue hedgehog. <laughs> Fucking yes! So it starts out with him still like anthropomorphic or whatever the word is for like anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic. Thank you. Yes. Anthropomorphic. Yeah. Uh, um, uh! But he's but he's gray and has like more spines on his back and is like slightly proportioned, more like a real hedgehog. <laughs>
1: But he's got legs and arms and a face.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, like... I think it was, like, Dr. Robotnik's, like, brother who wasn't evil, because that's a great trope, like, shoved him into a vat and he came Dr. out... Dr. His...
1: Kintober!
0: <laughs> shoved him into a vat, and he came out like a blue hedgehog who was really fast. And, like, I just want Like this... a radioactive tank or something like that? Or... No, dude. I just want it to be that. Like, specifically that. Because... Um, Sorry, I'm muting my phone, and I made it make noise. Because um, that would just be the worst, and I would be very happy. You're looking at it now. Yeah, I fucking told you his name was Dr. Kintober. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I hope they do that, just because... Put him a picture of Dr.
1: Kintober. This is an only audio podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. Put it on the... Follow us at TwinCast on Facebook.
0: Did we say that it was the Twincast podcast? I did.
1: Okay. Don't worry. Okay. This is also
0: the first, technically, Twincast since we rebranded, so yeet. Anyway, uh, yes. Um, follow us on Anchor if you'd like us. Thank you. Or whatever you're listening to this, because this might be on Spotify by now. Who knows? It could be on
1: everything, it could be on your toaster. It's already in your ears. We're taking over your mind.
0: Um, you'll die soon. So, Detective Pikachu looks pretty good. I don't know why you don't like that. So, why don't you like Detective Pikachu to g- g- rechange the gears here? You hear me <laughs> charging up that fuck? <laughs> fucking Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> See, that's why I love it.
1: <laughs> I cannot stand that man. I. Oh man, I hate it. I hate it. Every single fucking role that he plays is always okay. Wicked. I'm going to do this, and you're going to listen to me. Ow, that really hurt. Oh, ow, 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 ow. Oh my gosh, that's going to hurt in more. Oh, look at that. Okay, you and me, we need to be on the same wavelength right now. He's the fucking edgy, like, popular kid who tries to be friends with everybody, but he's actually not friends with anybody. <laughs> I just, they could have, there was a thing going around that they were trying to cast Danny DeVito for Detective Pikachu. I would have loved that. I think that would have been fucking hilarious to just hear, like, we gotta go this way now. I don't, I think that's, like, close to Danny DeVito. I'm not entirely sure. Um, speaking of which, you're ready to hate me even more. I don't like Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
0: Get away from the mic. (laughs) I wanted them to hear me. (laughs) They needed to hear me. They can hear you. They needed to hear me. me. My boss at the, our boss at the bank, uh, Ben. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Anyway. Uh, it's a first name. First name. Yeah. That's a fake name. <laughs> His real name is Dr. Kintova. <laughs> um, He went to high school with the, uh, one of the guys on that show. With himself. the
1: Ryan Reynolds.
0: <laughs> no, with one of the guys. I tell this story to everyone who brings up that show because it's the only cool what thing show about. it. Oh, Always, always sunny. sunny. I was like, what? <laughs> um... He went to school with I, I, forget, I can't think of the name right now because I've watched the show in a little bit. But the, the darker-haired guy, um, he went to school with him, Okay. and he also writes and like produces the show. So okay. like, he, and he's like friends with her, him and his wife, who's the, the lady on the show. Oh, wow. Um, So, like, they, like, share baby photos and stuff. And, like, he was, like, showing me their kids from Facebook. He's their friends on Facebook. And just, like, they, like, talk normally and just, like, have a normal life because they went to high school together. Wow. That's crazy. So, that is, like, cool. Um, I personally am, I enjoy the show. I think they take things way too far. But that's, like, literally the point of the show.
1: I just, but. I, okay, I like the scenarios and the humor and stuff that they get into. It's literally, I don't know, from what I've seen, it kind of seems like a. Like a live-action Family Guy in a way, almost. I don't know.
0: I, I could see that more. I don't really like Family Guy, but I like Always Sunny because Always Sunny like takes like kind of the worst things life can throw at people and just trivializes it, which is like. Can be really funny, but to like people who are dealing with certain stuff, it's like not. It's funny. fucked, yeah. Uh, and I mean, that is kind of the point of the show—is just like kind of this nihilistic, like nothing really matters, kind of a thing. Life which
1: is unfair.
0: <laughs> That's the Malcolm in the Middle intro. <laughs> this isn't about video game movies anymore. <laughs> yeah, let's sorry. <laughs> Anyways, I enjoy the show. Can so, I? Can Ryan Reynolds, you hate Ryan uh, Reynolds. I hope he watches this. And Ryan Reynolds, I like you, but Paul hates you. I'm going <laughs> to clarify really quick. Um... <clears throat> Wow, that was like a three-minute...
1: <laughs> I don't... Okay. I'm gonna hop back to hop Always back. Sunny real quick. Um, Always Sunny. I don't... I think that the the humor and the situations and the environments are good in it. I just hate that the humor, like, too often falls back on let's have everybody talk and yell at once and your brain won't know what to do <laughs> so it'll make you laugh. <laughs> I feel like there's so many scenes where it's like, they get in the bar,
0: and it's just like, And everybody's like, That actually sounded like Charlie Day at the end. That was kind of creepy. I just,
1: I don't know. I Like I said, I like the situations, I like the ideas for the episodes, but I hate how, like, at least, like, three times in an
0: episode, there's just
1: everybody screaming at once.
0: That's fair. I, uh, to go back to Detective Pikachu, so Paul hates it, I really... I think it's going to be interesting. I personally enjoy Ryan Reynolds for that. Just like this, pretty much every reason you hate him is why I like him. <laughs> um, like I, I think he's generally funny. I think like it, it, can fall back on like preteen humor a lot. Like that's kind of like that's his niche. All that it is, but like I think there's a charm and wit to that that he does bring sometimes. That's actually pretty funny. So I'm excited to see where it goes. And I think that they know what they're actually doing with the IP for once. Like I feel like they're like kind of making the best of what they have in a movie sense. Because they know Pokemon, like it's much—it's much easier to translate that because the anime has been done so well. I really like it. so it's easier for them to translate a game of Detective Pikachu into a movie because it's already kind of been done with before with Pokemon. I guess I just—I
1: feel like it's gonna fall back too much on, like, I feel like it's gonna lose its Pokemon aspect, which like. That's the only, that's like one of the things that I really liked, was seeing all of these, like, Pokemon, and they did a fantastic job of bringing them to real life. Where they look like you could just be like, yep, that's Pokemon. There's a Bulbasaur. Like, it looks, except for the fucking pink monkey or whatever it was. The Mimic
0: guy or whatever, the Mime?
1: No, not not Mr. Mime. Although Mr. Mime looked fucked. (laughs) There's like, like a funny way, though. I feel like the more humanoid ones look fucking creepy. Um, like, Jigglypuff. Oh, gosh, yeah. (laughs) That was terrifying. But, I just, I don't want the movie to fall back too much on being not a Pokemon movie. Which I feel like is going to happen. I, I feel like the beginning of it is going to be, like, he goes to, like, he's in the town, and then, like, all these Pokemon get revealed, and how they're, like, integrated in society. And then I feel like, after, like, 30 minutes into the film, there's gonna be no more Pokemon. Which I really don't want because <laughs> the thing that I really like about this being a Pokemon movie is all the Pokemon. Exactly. Um, back to Ryan Reynolds. Um, I refused to watch Deadpool when it first came out because I thought that it was such a dumb concept for a movie because of the like preteen humor that it was, and everybody's like, "Oh, this is like the best movie ever! Like you have to go see it." And I was like, no, I'm not watching it. I refuse to watch this. And then it was on when my uh, uncle and cousin were over. I mean, my aunt was there too, but my uncle and my cousin were oh, watching. forget it. about her. She's a fucker. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but
1: my uncle and my cousin were watching it in the living room, and I came downstairs, and they didn't have Deadpool on the screen. It was just like a highway pass, and I was like, oh, what are you guys watching? they're like, you should sit down and watch it with us. Didn't tell me that it was Deadpool. So I'm like, okay. I sit down, and then I watch Deadpool just get fucking clocked in the face. He, like, falls off this highway and smashes on the ground, and he does what I fucking said. He goes, oh, man, that's really gonna hurt in the morning. Like, (laughs) why? Why? Like, it? I get that it's like, aha, that's funny, because,
0: like, that would kill a man, but... I I feel like they're not gonna do that just because like Detective Pikachu is his own character. Yeah. And like sure Ryan Reynolds is going to bring himself to that and you can kind of see that in the trailers, but I still feel like it's kind of like still a Pikachu thing. Like he's still being Pikachu in a sense. I they hope. might ruin it and he'll just have complete creative freedom with the character and he's just gonna be Deadpool but wearing. That's what wearing I suit. think is gonna happen. Um <clears throat> which like I could I would not like that either, in which case, you know, I'm gonna be upset with the film, but I think it's time to move on to what we kind of came here for, which is now bad video game movies inspired by the likes of
1: hopefully not
0: Detective Pikachu and Sonic. (laughs) Uh, But to start out with, we're starting with Paul's favorite film (laughs) of all time, the Mario Brothers movie from the 1980s. Featuring featuring the greatest rendition of a Koopa Troopa, a uh, Goomba uh, that you will ever see. Oh man, it's so bad. Um, Almost as good as the Mario Kart.
1: Fun fact, when we were looking up uh, video game movies to talk about, uh, Noah typed in Vidya Game Movies, so V-I-D-Y-A-G-A-E-M. And the first result that came up was there's apparently a movie that was made in 1948 just called Vidya. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if that's going to be a Russian romance novel or if it's going to be when, like, film first started coming out, but, uh, give it a watch. Start your own podcast. Let us know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anxiously await the Twin Cast review coming in three months of the film Vidya. <laughs> I don't want to watch Vidya. <laughs> All right. <sighs>
1: Uh, Super Mario Bros. movie! And we could also include the Super Mario Bros. super show in this if we really wanted to.
0: No, because the movie's bad and the show's okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> the sh- the really? Sh- I thought the show at least had its redeeming qualities. They had fucking. It like, was at least animated so that Mario and all the cast They had looked-
1: George Washington as a toad!
0: I'm not seeing the problem here.
1: Yeah, me either. Um, so. The Mario movie uh did exactly what I said all of these gosh darn movies do. <laughs> they <laughs> these goodness tarnation films. They take these like amazing video game characters who have these crazy abilities. I mean granted when Mario like when this movie came out, I think it was just Super Mario Bros, right? I think it was there just like there wasn't two or three or anything like that. The
0: first film had just come out. I can I'm not going to bother looking at it. First film,
1: first game, you mean? The first game just came out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not the first film. Well, I mean, the first film had just come well, out. Well, yeah, but um, first game. But I th- think you're right. Anyways, it's like even
1: with just that, like the environments are like really really good in Mario. I mean, granted they're like pixels and stuff, but like Yeah, but you can go back like one one, it has
0: good art. It, yeah, it has like it has its own style. It, yeah, it
1: has a good art direction, um, and there's there's power ups. I mean, granted, the only like real power ups are the mushroom that'll make you big, um, or the fire flower. <clears throat> but like, even with that, like there's there's a lot that you could do with that. Plus, he jumps super high, which they never use in the movie. Also, Bowser has a gun. <laughs>
0: also, he's human. Yeah. It's the new CEO of Nintendo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> For those who don't know, the new CEO of Nintendo, not CEO, the new American president, let me restart that. The Doug new, Bowser! The new president of Nintendo of America is Doug Bowser. Super the, Smash Brothers! Doug Bowser joins the band.
1: Um, but, yeah, they just take these, like, fantastical video game characters and put them into a city setting, and, like, granted, I keep saying granted, but, like, Mario did start out as just, like, a plumber. But, like, then that's all that they, like, focused on in the movie. And it's, like, really, like, almost
0: 80s grunge movie style. Yeah, like the it's, re- it's, it's like so gross. dark. It's so dark and dingy everywhere. And Peach is, like, this B.A., like, hardcore chick who's, like, <laughs> it's super fucking bizarre. not And, like,
1: the, it's bad. The only scene that I really like, and I'm pretty sure that it's from that movie. I could be messing it up, but I'm like 99% sure that it is Bowser and two Goombas are next to him and they all have guns and there's a monkey in a suit that like jumps up and down a couple times and <laughs> Bowser <laughs> points at it and goes monkey <laughs> and that's the
0: only scene that I like from the movie <laughs> I don't even remember that monkey <laughs> I first saw this when I was a kid just getting into video games because we were poor so we only had the older systems because uh, that was like all we could afford which was super cool, fine by me, whatever, um, I didn't know any better, and, uh, we were, like, at the library, because we were also poor and couldn't afford to pay for films, uh, so I saw, sitting in the library, this freaking movie, and I was like, Mom, they man, Super Mario movie, that's super cool, and my mom's like, okay, let's win it, okay, so we rented it, and I watched it, and I was like, Mom, what the fuck? <laughs> this was garbage, Uh, and my mom was horrified by it, I'm pretty sure. I, um, I found the scene. Alright, show me. Okay. Gotta, like, put it close to the cameras too, so they can hear it. You mean the mic, the mic.
1: That's it. (laughs) That's my favorite scene in the movie. Monkey! <laughs>
0: oh. And that... <laughs> oh, that was painful to watch. Monkey! That's bad. Alright, all right, so Mario's terrible. <laughs> Let's give it a rating. Uh, what do you rate the Super Mario Bros. movie? Ten is miserable. <laughs> Ten is miserable. And zero is good. So this is going to be a bad, bad film scale. I can't talk.
1: Okay, so it's like the Rotten Tomatoes thing or whatever?
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, like, it is, like... 100% worst film ever, 0% best film ever.
1: Okay. um, I'd probably, honestly, give it a, like, I want to say, like, a 7 or an 8. I think that's fair. It's pretty bad, but it still does have, like, some of its redeeming factors that, like, they did, they at least tried to keep the characters, like, somewhat.
0: Them. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 9.5, because I think some of the movies on this list, like, while they suck as video game adaptations, as a film, they're at least decent as a film. They kind of use the medium of cinematography well enough that it's an okay film. I think almost everything about this movie is bad. Like, it, (laughs) it not only butchers Mario... Which is a very easy thing to get right because it's one-dimensional in the first place. So you don't have to really do anything. Uh, So they butchered that. Uh, They butchered costumes, setting, everything. I just do not think... I think it's like... It's that kind of movie you sit down with some popcorn and some friends and you make fun of it. And that is its only redeeming quality. I don't know. The monkey scene's (laughs) taken off like two points for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Next set of movies actually it's only gonna be one movie and it's kind of just gonna be me talking about it because paul hasn't seen it is uh final fantasy's first film and i can't think of the name because i didn't write it down on this list because i'm an idiot uh but anyways first final fantasy film uh hey google oh i didn't set that up okay google what is the final fantasy movie called final fantasy, the, spirits within. the spirits within thank you google <laughs> The Final Fantasy Spirits Within, uh, I watched probably when I was in my super weeb phase in my, like, 15 to 16 year old years, um, okay, you can stop talking, Google, thank you, okay, um, so some fun facts, okay, Google, some fun facts about this film, um, so, Square Enix started their own film division to make exclusively this film, so they created a character, so detailed back in, like, 2001 when it was weird to have CGI characters that were super detailed that they knew, like, every hair on her head, all this stuff about her. They knew, like, her whole backstory, and she was going to be the first, like, CGI actress was the, the goal. Mm-hmm. So she was going to be the first, like, not real human being to be in multiple films. So she was going to be, like, in this film, and if they made, like, another movie, say, like, uh, Parasite Eve or something, some other Square Enix property, they were going to make her the lead actress in that film. Oh, so they, were, they weren't they were making a Final Fantasy
1: character. They were They're making, making a actress. literal actress. Wow.
0: That they were going to put into other films. That's crazy. Um, so this film had literally nothing to do with Final Fantasy. I think there was maybe one or two things where you're like, they had like a crystal. And that was it. And that was the only <laughs> thing that was like, <laughs> any, any way to tie. There, there were no chocobos. There was no nothing. There was nothing about the movie that could tie it to Final Where's Fantasy. Where's Cloud? in the next film. Um, which is actually half decent. That's adventure. That's adventure. Yeah. But Spirits Within is just not like a bad film. It's it's like a like B movie, I would say. And not the B movie featuring (laughs) Jerry Seinfeld. I'm
1: so glad Um,
0: that (laughs) you clarified that. Because the second you said it I looked at you like Dude, I'm gonna fucking say it. Um, (laughs) Not the B movie. It's like that like like, B-list actors, that kind of thing. Like, a B-list movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's, like, decent. It looks really good for, like, the time that it came out, which I think is 2001, 2002. Um, obviously, it was my birthday. Congratulations. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> and it's, like, not bad, but it's just, like, they spent so much time, like, detailing these characters' hair and figuring out how many individual hairs they had on their head that they didn't write a story. Yeah. <laughs> or at least a good story with empathetic characters. Rip. Uh, so I give it, like, a 6.5 or a 7 where it's, like, it's not good. But, like, if you're bored and you're like, hey, look, it's on Netflix, like, you yeah. watch. It's, like, a good sci-fi romp that's, like, okay at best. Yeah. Um, and now to get on to uh, the worst part of this list, uh, in my eyes, uh, which butchers one of my favorite properties of all time. And that's the Resident Evil live-action films. Every one of those is a yikes. <laughs> it starts out with, like, the first one being, like, a five. Like, it's all right. It's mm-hmm. good. It's not too bad. It doesn't destroy the mythos of Resident Evil. It doesn't destroy its canon. It doesn't, like, rip everything apart. It creates a new character that takes the place of every mainline character from the games. That also is in, like, every movie then, right? Yeah, because it's the, she's the wife of the director of the films. Ugh. So she, he, he director man, don't put your wife in <laughs> the director and the writer. So he wrote her character. So like okay. she's the wife of the director and the writer. They're the same person. Sorry, that oh. was <laughs> that was, re- that was <laughs> weirdly Psych! worded. Whoa, director man, <laughs> weird Mormon. <laughs> Sorry, that's probably not okay to say. Anyways, um, she's the wife of the director slash writer. So the waifu, the waifu of the the wektufu. <laughs> <laughs> So the director, so, for example, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, Jill Valentine, main character, pretty much the only playable character, there's a little bit of a couple, there's like a section or two where you play somebody else, but anyway, she's getting, no, she's getting chased by Nemesis, which is a giant, like, Hulk body, guy with a rocket launcher who's terrifying and scary, and if you don't know what he looks like, look him up, because he's gross. So... In the game, you finish the game by killing him in a multitude of ways because there's, like, some, like, choice and paths you can take, different ways you can play the game. Either you can, like, rocket launch him, you can get a helicopter to kill him, I think, or stuff like that. Um, The movie adaptation, first off, makes Jill suck as a character because she's, like, this B.A. woman who can't do anything that's cool because every time she tries to do something, uh, what's her name's character? Director wife. Comes in. And, like, sweeps up the mess yeah. that Jill creates because the... Uh, what is her actual first name? Um, Sarah Connor. I mean, I think it in one of the Terminators movies she is. That is Terminator. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I think she plays as Sarah Connor in, like, one of the Terminators. Oh. I'm not sure. Though. Anyways, um, so they, like, rewrite the characters so that they suck and so that Mila Jovovich, that's it. Her character... <laughs> Why the fuck did you know that? Because that's... I've seen the movies and they're garbage. Because um, like, I'm a Wesley Evil fan and I watched it and I was like, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so in the Nemesis 3 adaptation film, Nemesis, instead of just being like this bioterror weapon mm. created via one of the viruses from the game, he's like an old S.T.A.R.S. member, which is like the police squad that the main characters are from. He's an old S.T.A.R.S. member who gets mutated into him Okay. was like, really good friends with Jill. So, like, at the end of the movie, he's, like, holding Jill or something. And Jill's just like, so-and-so, I know you're in there. I know you're there. Like, please, come out. And so they kiss. He has a redemption arc nice. as a super mutant bioterror weapon. And, like, he puts her down. And then, like, Rocket launches the villains and, like, kills himself. Because he, like, he, his main... Oh! <laughs> That's so bad. That's so bad. And then, um, so Resident Evil 5, fantastic game.
1: For co-op. For co-op. If you play um, it alone, it kind of sucks. Because the AI
0: is also just miserable. Sheva! Um, <laughs> Chris! <laughs> um, Come on! Oh gosh. <laughs> um, so there's a scene in that game where you find Wesker near the end. And there's this super awesome fight scene between Sheva, Chris, and Wesker. Wesker's the villain, if you don't know. Is that the one where it's in, like, the magma pit? You're like, no, no, it's right before that. It's, like, at the air launch pad. And you're, like, right before you have to shoot rockets at him to, like, catch him off guard.
1: Oh. So you and walk he dodges in. every one of your fucking bullets?
0: <laughs> yeah. So you walk into that room in a cutscene, and Wesker's standing there, and he does, like, the old school, like, evil guy, turns around and, like, sees the people. Yeah. And so It's like, a really big white room, right? Yes. Yeah. And okay. so Chris like throws a punch at him and there's this awesome fight scene that ensues that, you know, as a longtime Resident Evil fan is super cool because there's like this build-up of character development of how much Chris hates Wesker because all of he's done, he's like killed his like longtime companion Jill at this point. He didn't really kill her, blah blah blah, whatever. Um, spoilers if you haven't played a 10-year-old game. Um <laughs> yikes. And so, like, all this stuff is super cool and super passionate because you're like, you see the characters, there's this build up, there's character development. You're like excited and you want them to win, and you're like, yes, this is the final battle with Wesker. It's awesome. The movie rips it off. The like Resident Evil 5 adaptation movie rips it off without any of the context because that's the first movie Chris is in. Okay. That's the first movie Wesker's in. Or it really, I guess it's not, but Wesker's character is miserable in the films. So they do the exact like, it's like shot for shot the game's cutscene really but for some reason Mila Jovovich is there cause they need My to just shoehorn her into everything that's garbage um and so but then you lose all this context and Wesker's like making these like comments that are also basically just ripped from the game which normally I'd be okay with if they did it right yeah um and uh, it's really cool except for oh do you know the show Prison Break? it sounds familiar the main character from that, who was also in, like, one of the DC shows on, uh, what used to be CB-17. Anyways, he's the main... He plays Chris. So, Chris, you know, is this giant, like, steroid addict in, in Resident Evil 5. And in, and in sick... And in the movie, he's, like, a twig. Oh, man. And so he's, like, going, like, toe-to-toe with this, like, superhuman guy who can, like, teleport, basically. Which is, like, really how fast he moves. Yeah. And, uh... It's just awful, and it's the most disappointing thing, and I would give that movie an 8, just because it made so much money, because it's clearly a good enough action film for people to watch it. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about the crappy Resident Evil movies, because I just spent way too long going off on a tangent about (laughs) something I
1: really dislike, because I love Um, Resident Evil. Not really. I just, I noticed, because, like, I feel like one of the main, like, (laughs) charms of the Resident Evil, like games and stuff like that is the characters and like the way that you watch them develop and stuff like that and I like how like each Resident Evil game is kind of like while they're all like somewhat connected they're all kind of like their own story in a way and like are they all happening like for the most part at the same time
0: no so the games generally take place at the same time as they're released okay so like six takes place in like 2011 i think or like maybe a, l- a few years ahead of that okay um five takes place in like the m- mid to late 2000s four yeah. takes place in like the early to mid2000s
1: okay yeah I like i just i think it's cool how like all these different stories are happening and then like whenever you watch these Resident Evil movies because it's the director's wife she's just in every one of them like ruining she's, these she's like constantly plot lines. here to just like save the day and it's like that's not at all how it was in the games. Like, there was... First it was the mansion. Then it was whatever Resident Evil... Then it was Raccoon, Raccoon City. City. Then it was... Raccoon I, City again. <laughs> I didn't play Nemesis.
0: It's really frustrating.
1: And then there's the creepy rundown town that 4 is in. And then there's, like... Is it Africa? Africa? Yeah. Then there's Africa, and then there's... New York, and...
0: <laughs> I think Africa again in 6? Six? 6 is, like... What? Uh, freaking... What is 7? Does 7, like, seven relate to the is, rest of them, or it no? It does in the weirdest way, because it takes place so much later. Okay. So, like, I think 6 is, like, 2010, 2011, and then 7 is, like, 2018. Okay. So it's, like, a while later, and it's in Louisiana. Yeah. Um, and it seems disconnected because you're playing as a character, a new character. Mm-hmm. Um, and... They they were just trying to go back to the roots, it's like you're in a house and you have to survive. Yeah. Um so it does connect by the end of the game and you kinda you go through an umbrella facility and it still kind of does its own the normal like you're starting on a spooky spot and then it turns into an action movie by the end. Yeah. <laughs> Which I like, but a lot of people are like, oh my whole game. Yeah. But next film on the list. Oh wait, you gotta give the Resident Evil films a, a rating. Um I'd probably give them
1: Yeah. Probably, like, an 8 out of 10, again. Maybe even a 9 out of 10, because I I couldn't even just, like, sit through them as, like, an action movie, just because I knew what the source material was, that it just made me angry (laughs) to see that, like, that's not it at all. Like, and I I don't like how, like, even if you are, like, a badass in Resident Evil, like, the end of Resident Evil 5, when you're, like, fucking stacked.
0: Also punching a boulder. (laughs) Yeah, you're, like, you're still, like... Or even Resi 4 and you're, like, suplexing, like, yeah. cult leaders and their heads are exploding as you
1: hit the ground. You still have, like, a slight <laughs> sense of fear where you're, like, if I don't stay on my toes here, like, I'm fucked. Because you die really easily no matter what. Yeah. And then, like, the Resident Evil film, she's just, like, running into, like, crowds, like, blasting her guns or off. Or, like, an
0: umbrella facility that's exploding while she's, like, dealing with this. And yeah. there's no way she's gonna die because she's the director's wife. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, to wrap that up, don't... Honestly, don't watch them. Um, there are good Resident Evil films, sort of. They're the CGI ones made by Capcom with some semblance of love. Still, obviously, Capcom's cash cow, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. But we're gonna move on to the next zesty film, which is Mortal Kombat from 1994.
1: (laughs) I feel like the early video game movies were much worse than, like, the more recent video game movies. Because... (laughs) early films didn't have any good film direction. Like, oh, man. I think, actually, I think part of the problem with the Mortal Kombat movie is that the original, like, Mortal Kombat, like, cast, like, from the games, was just shit. (laughs) Like, every one of them had, like, the same, like, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Reptile, and I think it was Rain? I think his name was Rain? I
0: really didn't play them
1: i could be wrong on that but every single one of those is wearing the exact same fucking ninja costume that looks like something that you'd go to a halloween store and buy for like 20 bucks like it's like it's, i mean
0: <laughs> that's pretty much what they did <laughs> yeah
1: it's like it's black tights and like a like a i mean scorpions is like the yellow kind of like padded like thing over top and then a black mask and Sub-Zero is the exact same thing except blue. And Reptile is the exact same thing except green. And Rain, I think was his name, or maybe it's Ermac, it's one of them, is the exact same thing except it's purple. And then fucking Sonia is wearing, like, like, one of those VHS, like, workout video <laughs> suits where it's like, it's, like, green... It's a leotard that just dips too much in the center. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, one, two, three, come on, guys, four five like each each number is just hair kicking the main villain like yeah <laughs> and i just i feel like that's part of what happened with it and it's like i mean mortal kombat is such like a gruesome
0: like well okay the idea of mortal kombat is I so mean, for the time it was like it was unheard of to be punching people's heads off with their spines following like yeah we look at that now and it's like yeah. we actually do that in cartoons and it's fine like yeah. and then we look at real mortal kombat now and you're like oh I just want to watch sliced that. his body in half and picked his brain out and crushed it. Like what? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, they've maintained their status as gruesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um I personally actually enjoyed the film because I thought at least the story made sense with the game, because they actually followed the kind of the plot of the game. Yeah. Um and like the actors were as good as like, you know, your B list. Mm-hmm. 90's actors can get where it's like we pulled you off a TV set from the 90's but thanks for being in the film yeah
1: I just I don't know I feel like I feel like because Mortal Kombat is such like a gruesome idea that like when they try to translate it to film and a
0: PG like kind of kids film nonetheless it's not a kids film per se but like it's like PG
1: (laughs) yeah they, they can't they can't do Mortal Kombat the way that Mortal Kombat should be done I think if they redid a Mortal Kombat movie now, it would be fucking great. I think if and, they...
0: If they made it rated R.
1: Yeah. If they made a Mortal Kombat movie now rated R, where, like, you just see, like, Kung Lao just whips his hat at a guy
0: and takes his head off, I'd be like, yo, this is tight. But they'd have to... Okay. They'd almost have to, like, John Wick it. Where mm. they're just not afraid to just go crazy with the stunts and the action exactly. and that kind of stuff. And don't really care about the story. I think... I would honestly
1: love to see one of these fighting games like Mortal Kombat or Tekken or something like that take their, like, fighting stuff and make it, like, make a fighting movie that is strictly based on, like, arena combat. Like, don't make, like, a full story. Just make it, like, this is the arena fight. These guys are just gonna fight. For the next, like, hour and a half, it's gonna be, like, fight after fight after fight after fight until they get to, like, the higher-ups, and then they have to fight them. Like, that's kind of what they did with the Tekken movie. I mean, there was, like, some weird, like, behind-the-scenes stuff with the Tekken movie, but they fo- a lot of it was focused on fighting in the arena that I really enjoyed because, I mean, even with, like, time to be a weeb, um, even with stuff like naruto and like my hero academia and stuff like that my favorite like segments in any of those animes isn't when they're like beating the fuck out of some like huge guy in the forest and there's like a 20 episode arc of them like fighting him (laughs) my favorite scenes are when it's just they get into an arena and they're like all right everybody's gonna test their skills and we're gonna see who's the best and you just get to watch one-on-one
0: these characters using their different abilities and power I think though the thing that makes those better is the other stuff where they have development, so you're rooting for the characters. So you would need a main character in this film just so that you had some reason to like be like, "Yeah, that's really cool." Like, "Oh man, I'm glad to see you're doing that." Or like, "I've mm-hmm. seen you see people kind of training." It's so, like with My Hero Academia, like it's cool because you see Deku going crazy and fighting people who he could not match up with, but he still fights them pretty decently. Yeah, and same for like Uraraka and people who like aren't that great. Um, actually be able to fight because they kind of learn so yeah. you can see that development that's what makes it even better is that character
1: But that's that's what they could do in the Mortal Kombat like if they made a Mortal Kombat movie now they could do that too where like just just take like take like 10 minutes in the beginning of the film to explain everything that's going on be like yeah earth is fucked like I think it's called like the netherworld or the other world or something like that portals are opening demons are pouring out these warriors from other dimensions are coming in and they're fucking up earth and then have the characters like raiden and kung lao and lu kang have those be like the quote good guys yeah. i mean they are in the games but i mean they've so much went out of style and i hate it because lu kang and kung lao like i used to play with uh evan we used to play Mortal Kombat. It was the one on the Xbox that was just called Mortal Kombat, but I think it was like eight or something like that. It had tag team in it.
0: Oh, for like 360? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And Evan
1: loved Kung Lao because he had that bladed hat. And I've always been the type of person where if I'm playing a tag team game, I like to kinda like set up the tag team where it would like make sense yeah. or like look like it actually would in like the story or whatever. So, he was playing the shit out of Kung Lao, got really good with him, and, like, my main at the time, I think it was, like, Sub-Zero or something like that, I was like, okay, I'm gonna learn how to play Liu Kang. And then I became really, really good at Liu Kang, and it was just cool to see that, like, team arc of, like, Kung Lao and Liu Kang fighting, but now it's, like, Scorpion is the face of Mortal Kombat, which, like, don't get me wrong, I think that Scorpion is cool as the face of Mortal Kombat, but, like, it, it just, they lost their previous characters but anyways if they did the movie it took like the first 10 minutes to be like this is Raiden or Raiden whatever the hell you want to call him this is Liu Kang and this is Kung Lao and be like these are the good like defenders of earth and then like Shao Kahn is like I'm having an ultimate tournament to see who gets to control earth yeah and then just the rest of the film is just them going fight yeah. after fight and don't even just like don't have just Liu Kang and Kung Lao in, like, every fight. Like, have fights that, like, technically don't matter, where it would be, like, Scorpion versus Sindra or something like that. Or, uh, like, Melina versus Jade. Stuff like that where, like, you look at it and it, like, technically doesn't matter, but it would still be fucking insane
0: to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I kind of went on a tirade right there, which is fine. Um <laughs> I, I I think that would be cool. Actually, that'd be very interesting. I don't think they'll ever do that. They won't. Um but Warner Brothers does own the rights to Mortal Kombat now, so they could mm-hmm. um potential. Um but yeah, I think, you know, that'd be really interesting. I think to go back to the Mortal Kombat movie we're supposed to be talking about, mm. uh the one in ninety four, I think they did a good job for what they had for being just a B movie, not the B movie again. <laughs> um I think, you know, for being a 90s movie where you don't have good special effects, or you can't be violent, you can't be super oversexualized, which I'm not really complaining about, um, and you can't do all the stuff that Mortal Kombat kind of normally does, yeah. you know, they did a pretty decent job. They made yeah. characters that were at least sympathetic enough that watching the film was like, this is cool. Like, this is all right. And for, yeah. the, like, in the 90s, if you can appreciate that, it's appreciable. Mm-hmm. Appreciable. Whatever that word is. Appreciable. Appreciable. Or, uh, uh! <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are. You did rate it. Oh shoot, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um I'll say I'll give it a 5. I think it was That's good enough. That's what I was
1: thinking too. Like it's
0: like it's it's worthy of a watch. It's worthy like if you, it's it's you can make fun of it. Um and uh but it's like it's worth it. It's definitely okay to watch. Um we're going to skip our next docket because it's bad and it doesn't matter. Uh, and we're going to kind of switch gears a little bit just in the last couple minutes here to be a little bit more positive just so this whole thing isn't us just ragging on something. It was Doom. It was bad. There you go. Terrible FPS scene. Zero out of ten. Perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect movie. Um,
1: B yeah. movie. All right,
0: so we're going to rate Doom 2005. Uh, 9, Nine out of ten. Do not watch. Not worth it. FPS scene is worth watching on YouTube once and you can move on with your life. Uh, 9 out of 10
1: because I didn't
0: see it but Noah did and he showed me the <laughs> FPS scene and it was really bad <laughs> <laughs> alright moving on so uh, Paul had some ideas of more video game movies that aren't, either aren't based on a distinct IP or uh, are and don't really follow the source material but still make a good film out of it uh, so Paul's going to talk about one film in particular first, uh, one of my favorite movies too uh, so I- I'm pretty alright with it so Paul go ahead
1: Wreck-It Ralph! <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, so... wreck Ralph won, just to yeah, clear the air. I haven't seen not the Not social but... media, the movie. <laughs> um, although, okay. I, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Get ready. Uh, within the next month, movie review. Ralph Breaks the Internet. Me all and right. Noah. That, that, okay. Sounds good. That's Continue. it. That's what we're doing next. Um, Alright, so... I said earlier, and there's probably a lot of, like... Weird people who actually remembered this, but I said earlier that I didn't want Detective Pikachu to lose its source material. I think that that can be done in a positive and a negative. I just feel like in a Detective Pikachu movie, it would be done mostly in a negative. Where, like, the base idea of it wouldn't be good enough for it to lose the source material or not be entirely focused on the video game. Um... Wreck-It Ralph isn't really one of those movies where it, like, lost the source material. The next one on our list is. um, Wreck-It
0: Ralph clearly wasn't based on any specific IP. It kind of made its own and made an arcade game to go with it, which is cool enough, I guess. But... Yeah. Um, But, yeah,
1: it's like... I feel like Wreck-It Ralph is the way to take... Wreck-It Ralph is the way to take video games and do it pretty well. Because they, like... I mean... They took video games and, sure, they created, like, their own, like, IP and all this stuff. Which, by the way, I'd play the shit out of a Wreck-It Ralph arcade game, honestly. (laughs) Um, You
0: can get it, I think, on your phone.
1: Fix-It Felix. Yeah. Um, But, I just, it does a very good, like, idea of, like, keeping it, like, video game based. And, like, they did a really good, like, message for kids where it was, like, One of the first scenes is he's in a room with all of these other video game villains and like Zangief from Street Fighter is sitting next to him and Zangief goes, just because you are a bad guy does not mean you are a bad guy, which is like so fucking true. It's like just because you're like the villain of a video game, at least in this universe, just because you're the villain of a video game doesn't mean that you're a bad person so to speak, and then it, like, shows throughout the game, like, or throughout the movie,
0: um... It's like your label doesn't define you. Exactly. Is the whole... Which is,
1: which is such a great message for, like, a kid's movie, and it's it's entertaining the whole way through, where it's it's not, like...
0: And you have characters that are genuinely lovable. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Sarah Silverman, but I enjoy her portrayal as the kid. Yeah. Like, she does a very good job of being lovable and fun, but also, like, clearly being, like, a, bull, a bullied kid. Yeah. Like, she, nobody really likes her because she's different. She was, like, cut out. She was not appreciated. She, gl-
1: she glitches in the game, so nobody yeah. plays her because it, it glitches out the race and you literally could not win with her. Yeah. But then, like, at the end of the movie, Ralph's like, no, you got this.
0: And 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 it's like, use your uniqueness to your advantage. Yeah. Not, like, just... not. It's not... And I like it because it's not like, oh, you're unique, so therefore you're worth it. It's like, no, like, she used her uniqueness... In a worthwhile way. Yeah, it's not like your special the unique stuff, like, doesn't
1: make you good a good like person like a, character. It, it doesn't make you
0: like it's not like a typical like 2019. Or, well, I guess at the time it was 20 like 14, but it's not like a typical like feel good thing where it's just like oh you're special so you're special. It's like no you're special so like use that and help others to bring joy to their lives. It's yeah. not just like be special for specialness sake, you little special snowflake, you. It's like do something worth it for others, not just yourself. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, that's clearly defined by Ralph's character, too. Like, he's a freak of villains, and nobody likes him because he's a villain. Yeah. But because he can smash stuff and he can do all this stuff, he learns how to use what makes him unique for others. Yeah. And that's, like, it's better than your label doesn't define you because that's, like, some modern, like, almost, like, postmodern garbage of no substance. It's, it's instead, like, use what makes you good for others. Yeah. And it's not just about yourself. Yeah. Which I think is the most important thing you can teach any kid.
1: Yeah. Plus, like, I I like at the end when, like, they have that, like, final race and, like, she, like, glitches out to win the race and stuff. Which is actually cheating, so teach your kids to cheat. (laughs) (laughs) But then, like, everybody figures out, like, the humans in the real world, like, figure out, like, we can use these glitches to, like, win the races. Like, yeah, sure, like, we'll have moments where we're, like, stuck behind and stuff like that, but if we learn how to, like play as this character properly we can do really well and then you see like I'm pretty sure that like the end of the movie shows uh
0: you can see Ralph watching a kid play her because she's like in the rotation that week or whatever yeah which fun fact Wreck-It Ralph predicted uh (laughs) free-to-play game rotation feels
1: garbage
0: uh but continue but yeah
1: I just I like how at the end it's like everybody like learns to like love these characters and people who like were initially labeled as like strange or bad and like it's like that's okay that they're like this like just because you are just because you are labeled this way does not mean that that's who you are and like it doesn't mean that other people should look at you like you are a freak or like you shouldn't be like talked to or interacted with and yeah it's just it's just a fucking good movie. It's
0: really good. It's probably one of my favorite films. I would honestly put it as a, at a one. Yeah. Where, like, there's definitely some things I'm sure you could point out as flaws. Yeah. I don't really see them, and I think it has a great message that is, like, kind of lost in the culture of today. Yeah. Um, and another thing, to kind of go back real quick, um, I really like how it's 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 about, like, don't let other people define you. And I feel like I think I've heard some criticism where it's like, "Oh, well like the ending's only great because Ralph finally did something so that people would like him kind of a thing." Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the point. Like you're not doing stuff to get people to like you. You're doing stuff because you you're doing it not you're doing it in spite of them. Like Ralph kind of learns throughout the film that like all the jerks in his town, you know, they're jerks to him, but he's going to be kind to them anyways. Yeah. And that's like ancient <laughs> history. In modern America, like, oh, this person's a jerk to me. I'm going to do all these horrible things and expose them and this and that. Yeah. Don't do that. Be kind and love them. And then it's like, hey, they somehow like me again. And you're not doing it so they like you, but, like, yeah. imagine being a jerk to someone and then they're super nice to you. You feel bad instantly. Yeah, you're like,
1: oh, no.
0: <laughs> so it's kind of teaching kids that. Clearly the kids that are watching. It teaching the time, kids to f-
1: It's teaching kids, if somebody's mean with you, fuck with them emotionally until they like you. (laughs) That's not
0: what I'm saying. (laughs) Emotionally manipulate them with kindness and brownies. Um, No. No. (laughs) But, yeah. I I just think 1 out of ten, one of the best films Disney has ever put out. I'd give it like
1: a a .5 out of 10 or a 1 out of 10 as well.
0: It's just... There are
1: some moments where you're just like, ugh. But then there's a lot of other moments that are really good. Also, the humor in it is, like, genuinely pretty good. It it doesn't feel forced. Yeah. There's, like, a... (laughs) And they they
0: can shoehorn in game characters without being, like, ugh. (laughs)
1: Yeah. There's a a scene, because, I mean, it's obviously based off of, like, the original Mario Bros. With Ralph is at the top, says, I'm gonna wreck it, and then pounds his fists and the level, like, falls apart. Yeah. And then Felix, Mario, has to go through and fix it all. Um, and, uh, there's a scene where Felix gets put in jail, and his name is Fix-It Felix, so his power is whatever he hits with a hammer, he can fix. So he's in this jail cell, and there's, like, a hammer on the ground or something, and he's like, perfect, I can get out of here. And he, (laughs) he hits the jail cell bar, and since he can only fix stuff, it, like, reinforces
0: it and makes it bigger, he's just like... Oh, man. <laughs> now, there's one scene where, like, eventually the woman who becomes, like, his wife is, like, punching him in the face. And he's, like, bruised. And he just paps his head. And he's, like, perfectly <laughs> fine. And it's just, it's that kind of comedy that's really fun and, like, great for kids, too. Um, but we're going to move on just to kind of wrap this up, talk about our last film. We're going to ignore that because we've been going on long enough. Um, so we're going to talk about the Angry Birds film. I haven't seen it completely. I actually haven't seen it either, but... There's just there's something about it. It, Yeah, that doesn't seem doesn't seem. It does, (laughs) Gabe. What? It doesn't seem forced. I haven't seen it. We're kind of going off of the trailers, let's say. Yeah. Where it looks decent, it doesn't clearly follow the source material of slingshotting birds everywhere. Yeah. Because that would make for a garbage film. Yeah. Um. Wasn't it? It was made by people who made Rio, too, wasn't it? I think. Or no, it was made. It was made. Was it? I'm pretty sure because then they had like a theme for like a limited time theme when Rio 2 came out in Angry Birds. It was like a Rio theme. I'm pretty sure. If I remember correctly. I mean, this is like ancient history in terms of the internet now. But I thought it was like, I thought it was made by the guys who made like Despicable Me and stuff like that. I don't think it was, but it might have been.
1: Speaking of Illumination, there's rumors going around that a Mario movie is in the works. Oh, I've heard If it's with Illumination, I feel like they could make the model look really good, and the movie could potentially be good, because um, while the Minions are, like, really annoying and not that great of, like, a character or, like, an IP or whatever, um, Despicable Me was actually pretty tight as a movie. Um, But, anyways, back to the movie.
0: Yeah, from what I've seen, it didn't look terrible. I I feel like I remember people saying it was pretty decent... Um, you know, worth watching, that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I'm, uh, you know, it's probably worth a watch sometime. Look out for a review from Twin Cast of <laughs> Angry Birds for whatever freaking reason. <laughs> we gotta watch so
1: many movies.
0: Uh, we only got two. What was the first one? <laughs> Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was like ten minutes ago we talked about that. Um, but yeah, so, we don't really have anything to say about Angry Birds, so I don't really know why we put this on the docket, but yeah. I just, well, just what I wanted to say was like, <laughs>
1: I look at it, and I feel like they did a really, really good job with the environments. Like, whenever I look at any scene from that movie, it's just pleasing to look at. I'm just like, wow. Like, this looks good. Yeah. And I kind of like how they didn't, like, keep the source material of just flinging birds. Because, like you said, that would be a terrible movie. But, like, there's a scene, like, the main bird, so the red one, like, the basic, like, angry bird fling and hit yeah um he's just like a dad which I love he's just like a normal ass dad and like he has to like take care of his kids or whatever again haven't seen the film it probably goes off of the whole idea of like pigs are invading I think that is what it is yeah
0: I think that follows the plot of the game quote unquote where like they have their eggs they got stolen by the pigs they have to
1: yeah whatever um but it, it just it looks like it could be pleasing so I don't know uh, I don't have a rating and I don't think that Noah has a rating.
0: We, don't, we can't give it one we haven't seen it but I think it follows the trend of what you're supposed to do when you adapt to a different medium yeah of like what makes a game great is never what's gonna is never gonna be what makes a movie great unless it's like a point-and-click adventure game yeah but even then but like it's adapting it to fit the medium. which yeah. I feel like to kind of close up this whole thing, none of these, really found a way to adapt a game from such a like games are such a different medium than film yeah so vastly different that you have to find what like is what like what makes assassin's creed cool is never what made assassin's creed the movie cool because that movie was not good they also mess with stuff in a really unfun way but like when you adapt something like a book to a film you have to adapt it from a book which is a very different medium than film and you have to find a way to make that adaption work for film mm-hmm. and they've just rarely found a way to do that for games yeah because it's like how do you take the most enjoyable part of a game out of a game which is the interactivity and make it still good and still, still make good? it enjoyable yeah um, and hopefully the things we started with Sonic and Detective Pikachu can do that yeah will they honestly probably not I will go see them, and you will. You can look forward to a review from Twin Cast for those films. Um, but I, I will not watch Detective
1: Pikachu with you. I'll watch the Sonic movie with you. I will not watch Detective Pikachu.
0: With <laughs> all right, so maybe you're only going to see a Sonic review because I I don't go to the movies alone because I'm a sad boy. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, that's all from Paul and Noah at the Twin Cast. Just a quick comment. Um,
1: Chicken Little's dad is the worst dad portrayed in media ever. Ever. That's it.
0: And that's all from the TwinCast. Find us on Twitch uh, at twitch.tv slash hidden underscore armor because we haven't changed our name there yet. Find us on YouTube at TwinCast. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash twincast, T-W-I-N-C-A-S-T. Please follow us on those places. If you like us, share us. Uh, We appreciate you guys viewing. And if you made it this far, thank you so much. Uh, and drop a like wherever, subscribe, whatever you're watching this on. Thank you so much. Uh, have an awesome day. Ta-ta. Chicken Little, his fucking dad sold him out. Like, the kid was
1: like, (laughs) like, like the kid clearly sees the sky falling. And the only thing, I think that, like, the mom's dead or something like that. The only thing that he could hope for, because he's a nerd in school and nobody likes him. The only thing that he could hope for is that his, 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 fucking dad would be there for him and then the town's out there and his dad just says no my son's crazy like the whole town surrounding him and he's just like oh he must have like hit his head or something there's no way that the sky's falling that is so fucked that you could say like your kid is in desperate need nobody believes him like he doesn't have anybody and then you as a parent say yeah he's crazy because now he is entirely alone